Amen. Book of 1 John, chapter 1, I'm acting like you know where to go. 1 John 1, 9. I tell you what, it's a good place to be. I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight. And, and I was going to try to get up here and apologize for some of my emotions, but I'm not going to do it. I've been sitting over there crying, Tom, the whole time they were singing, just rejoicing in the Lord. Amen. You see, something's happened. The Lord began to stir me up. Amen. Uh, now listen, I'm glad when the Lord can still stir you up. And I was taking a stroll uh, down memory lane. I remember Chris... Before there was an Isaac and a Levi and all that, I remember Chris as he was a young man. I remember many of the young believers we used to hang around with, and uh, I'd just go, I'd follow them all over to listen to them sing. And you know what? What I didn't know is God, the whole time he was prepping me for a greater work. I didn't know it, but God knew what he was doing. Amen. And I appreciate that so much. And, and I look back and I still have a hard time putting my hands around why God would choose somebody like me. But boy, I'm glad he did. Amen. I like what he says in the book of Matthew, uh, John 15, 16. He says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit. Amen. And that your fruit should remain. And I'm thankful tonight to know uh, that the Lord himself chose me. And if you're saved tonight, he chose you. Amen? He chose you. Look with me if you would. We're thankful for everyone in the house tonight that came out to the house of the Lord. Thankful for some hadn't got to see for a while. I'll just call them the sand run bunch. Amen? Glad to be with you tonight. But notice what he says. 1 John chapter 1 Verse number 6 is where we're starting. It says this. It says, If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Now, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar. And his word is not in us. Would you bow your heads with us for a word of prayer? Dear Lord, as we come to you in prayer tonight, Father, we want to thank you for another privilege and another honor, Lord, another opportunity that you've given us to be in your house tonight. And Father, we just thank you for each and every one that came out this way. And Lord, we thank you for the testimonies. We thank you for the singing. Everything been said and done to lift up the name of Jesus. We praise you for that tonight. And Lord, as it's time to preach now, Father, you know the vessel. And Lord, you know what I need. And God, I can't preach without your anointing. I pray, Lord, you touch my mind. You touch my lips, Lord. You help me, Father, to speak the very words that need to be spoken here tonight. And Lord, that you'll take your words out to the hearts, Lord, tonight. And Lord, that we'll open our hearts' doors and apply those words to our heart, Lord, that one day this seed, Lord, would spring forth and bring forth fruit. 
Use us tonight for your glory. Bless us all, Lord. It's in the name of Jesus we pray and we ask these things. And amen. Now we know a few basic principles. I'm going to be preaching this week with the help of the Lord on our walk. Our spiritual walk. Amen. And you think about this and I want to look at this verse that says, Walk in the light as he is in the light, all right? But we know some scriptures that I want to get right here uh, because he's talking, first of all, uh, that we've all sinned, amen? Uh, and we know what the Bible says in Romans 3, 23. Uh, he says, all have sinned uh, and come short uh, of the glory of God, amen? Uh, we know that even back in the 10th verse of Romans 3, he says, uh, there is none righteous uh, and no, not one, uh, but glory. Glory be to God, uh, I'm glad what he says uh, over in Romans 5, 8 where he says, But God uh, committed his love toward us uh, that while we were yet sinners, uh, Christ died uh, for us. Amen tonight. Uh, aren't you thankful that a man named Jesus died for you? And here's what his blood did. They sang a song, I'm redeemed. I've been purchased, been bought by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. And I want you to know, I like that old hymn where it says, What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can save you tonight? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. But the blood can do it. The book of Hebrews says that without the shedding of blood, uh, there is no remission of sins. But let's look what he's saying here. All this is good, but let's look specifically at verse 7. Would you look there with me? And notice what he says. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, walking in the the light. Have you thought about it? What's that mean? To walk in the light. If you look at a definition of it, it'll say to put a light on something and lighten it up. But then if you go on down to the next part, I like this. It says to illuminate. To illuminate. You know one day, God illuminated me. He put a light down inside of me Glory be to God, that's never going out. It's never going out. That light, I like that song we used to sing as little kids. Uh, this little light of mine, uh, I'm going to let it shine. Amen. Uh, and you think about this, if you go back into the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 5, part of the Sermon on the Mount, uh, and you look at verses 14, 15, and 16, uh, notice what Jesus said. He said, uh, ye are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill, uh, cannot be hid. Uh, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, uh, but on a candlestick, uh, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. You know what? If you're saved tonight, when you walk into a place, you should light it up. You should light it up. Why? Not because of you, but because of him who is in you. Greater is he that is in you 
than he that is in the world. This light I'm talking about. And then notice what he says here in the very next verse. Uh, he said, let your light so shine before men uh, that they may see your good works uh, and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Uh, here's what John was saying. Uh, walk in the light uh, as he is in the light. Uh, glory be to God. Uh, this earth had never seen anybody uh, as bright as what Jesus was. You know how bright he is? When we get to the new city, he's going to be the light of it. Glory be to God. I don't know about you, but I want you to realize something. I look at that sun, and the sun's bright. The sun's bright. It hurts if you make direct eye contact with the sun. You could even burn your eyes by doing that. Can you imagine? Jesus is brighter than the sun. Jesus is going to shine brighter than the sun. Why? Because he is the light of the world and he lit us up uh, now if you go on down and you read and you study a little bit uh, they say a hebrewistic or a hebrew word uh, of this same light that i'm talking about uh, simply means to live your life in christ how is your walk tonight are you living your life for christ now, we all have shortcomings, and we all have failures. Preacher, are you sure about that? Did you not listen to what I just read? The Bible says if we say we have not sinned, what do he say? We're lying. We're lying. We've all got problems. We've all got shortcomings. We've all sinned uh, against the Almighty God. Uh, but I like that ninth verse. Uh, I quote that ninth verse a lot. Uh, if we confess our sins, uh, He is faithful uh, and just to forgive us of our sins uh, and to cleanse us uh, from all unrighteousness. But what's it take? It takes us being willing to walk in the light, to live right, to be right. We have a lot of examples in the Bible, and tonight I just want to talk about some Old Testament people. Let's go to the book of Genesis. Who do you think might have walked with God? Adam did in the cool of the evening. Noah did. Moses Oh, that's a good one. He's in my list. Moses did. You know what happened to Moses? If you go get out of Genesis now, go over into Exodus, uh, go to about Exodus 34, you're going to find a time uh, when Moses was called up to the mountain uh, and God was speaking to Moses and giving him the Ten Commandments. Uh, and the Bible says now, starting down about that 29th verse uh, in Exodus 34, uh, the Bible says that Moses, uh, after he had spent time with God, uh, his face was shown shining so bright they had to put a veil over him. Wouldn't you like to be that bright? Glory be to God. I was looking for one. I couldn't find one. Any of you in here own one of them 99 cent dollar general flashlights? Not a one? Come on. Did they raise the price to $1.99? What's up here? 
You know what I'm talking about. You ever have one of them lights you put like the C batteries in or the D batteries in and, and Tom, you turn it on and it's just like a little sprinkle of light. You know what I'm talking about? Does any of you own one of them nice halogen lights now? And you turn that thing on, what's it do? It lights up the room. I mean, it'll go everywhere. It's bright. You know what? I don't want to be like one of them old lights that just barely shines. Amen. I want to be one that just lights it up. Amen. For Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? This isn't anything about me. This isn't anything about you. Uh, this is all about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, uh, and what he did for you and I on Calvary. Uh, listen, why somebody would love us uh, as much as he loves us uh, is hard for me to comprehend. But he does. Here's something that should excite you. Even though he knows your sins, ends, sins, plural, guess what? He still loves you. He still loves you. Go back to Adam and Eve real quick. We said he walked with God. You remember that day that God was coming down in the garden and they had already eaten of that fruit of that tree? And their eyes was open and they realized they were naked. And do you know what they did when they heard God coming? They went and they hid themselves. They got themselves some fig leaves to cover themselves up with. They thought they were hiding from God. Newsflash. You can't hide from God. Now God asked them a question. Adam, where art thou? Some will say, well, God couldn't find him. Not true. God knew exactly where he was. God knew exactly his condition. You know what that tells me? As a person, I have been fully exposed to God. Amen. He knows everything there is to know about Kevin Jennings. Amen. Just as he knows everything there is to know about Tom Price. And listen, we can put on a suit. We can put on a shirt and a tie. We can do whatever we want. And boy, we can act like somebody else in front of people. But here's the reality. God knows who you are. He knows what you're doing. He knows what you're thinking. He knows where you are, where you've been, and thanks be to God, he even knows where you're going. That's how well he knows you. And think about this. Knowing you as well as he knows you, you should be blessed when he talks to you. Amen? You should be blessed when he knocks on your heart's door. You should be blessed when you realize, hey, he's trying to correct me and help me along the way. The Lord gave me a message last night. I'm not going to preach it to you, but I want to say something. That message last night, that's for the preacher. I mean, I was up here preaching. I was preaching to the congregation, Tom, and I was preaching hard. But you know what? The whole time I was preaching, and it was on doubt. It was on doubt what it was on. And the whole time I was preaching, God was saying, you can do better than that. You can learn to trust me a little more. 
You can learn to do this a little more. Preacher, why are you telling us that? God speaks to you is what I'm trying to say. If you're one of his children, God will speak to you. Do you realize that? I like that scripture that says he chastens those uh, in whom he loves. Amen. Uh, you know, there's times uh, God himself has to correct me. Kevin, you know better than that. Quit doing that. How many of you had more than one child? Have you ever noticed when you were disciplining your children that both of them you had to discipline just a little different to get the results you were wanting? Did you ever notice that? Now, if you had multiple children, God bless you. Amen. But you think about it. It takes a little bit. But you know what? God's family. We're all his family. And he knows how to take care of each and every one of us. He knows how to speak to each and every one of us uh, in a way that it could break our will uh, and help us to turn back to him. Uh, but we know this now. Uh, we know that Adam, uh, being fully exposed, God knew where he was. But God still asked him, where art thou? Maybe God's asking you that question tonight. Spiritually speaking, where are you? Preacher, I'm in revival, and that's good. Glory be to God. Come back tomorrow night. I'm excited. But where are we spiritually? Where are we in this walk with Christ? With walking in the light? With Him being our life? With us living in Him? Where are we in that walk? Uh, and you guys mentioned Moses. I told you Moses. Uh, he came off the mountain and boy, uh, he was just a glowing. Uh, you know what happens when you get alone with God and you spend time with God? Uh, you get a glow about you too. Amen? Uh, the Lord will come in uh, and put a little glow about you. Uh, how many of you in here has ever used them old oil lamps? What do you got to do to the shade of that oil lamp to keep the light bright? You got to clean it. You got to clean it. You know, you got to trim the wick, right? You got to trim it and you got to keep the globe. You got to keep it clean because if not now, you'll still get a light, but it won't be near as bright. It won't be near as bright. You know what? Uh, sometimes, spiritually speaking, uh, we need a little globe cleaning. You're still getting the light. There's still light in there. But boy, it could be so much brighter. How about a man, one of my favorites. I love this man. Ain't a whole lot written about him in the Bible, but I love him. A man by the name of Enoch. What do you know about Enoch? He walked with God. And he had this testimony that he pleased God. How's your testimony? How's my testimony? Is my testimony at the end of this thing? Because listen, I know unless Jesus comes, which by the way, I think he's real close to coming. Amen. Uh, and glory be to God. Uh, it would excite me and make me happy uh, if he came today or tomorrow. I'd be happy. But think about this. I know that unless Jesus comes, I have an appointment with death. So do you. <coughs> it's appointed unto man <coughs> once to die, but after this, what? The judgment. But listen, I want you to think about something here. When I'm gone, I'm going to be remembered for something. You know what I want to be remembered for? It's nothing else. Loving the Lord. 
Loving the Lord, that's what I want my testimony to be. That's what I want. You know what I like, uh, what they say about Enoch? Uh, it says that Enoch walked with God, uh, and then he was not, uh, for God uh, took him. Amen? Uh, I always thought that would be a wonderful epitaph on my tombstone. Amen? Uh, he walked with God, uh, and God took him. Amen? Uh, think about this. One of these days, friend, uh, we get to go. We get to go home. But he walked with God. Then there was another man that had a walk with God. He's a New Testament guy. So there's three Old Testament. Let's go to the one New Testament guy that I just want to talk. There's many more. So don't think, oh, he's done for the week now. I don't need to come back. No, no, no. There's a lot in here. But you think about this. How about a man by the name of Saul? You think he saw the light? Bible says he did. On the road to Damascus, God struck him down with what? A bright light. Glory be to God. He struck him down with a bright light. And he heard a voice from heaven saying, Saul, Saul, uh, why persecutest thou me? Uh, and you know what Saul said? Uh, Who art thou, Lord? Hey, can I tell you a secret? I like telling secrets. When God talks to you, you know who he is. When God speaks to your heart, you know who he is. A lot of people try to shrug him off. A lot of people try to pretend like they didn't hear him. Amen. But I want you to know, when God speaks, you know it's God. Amen. And listen, Saul, he knew who it was. He knew it was God speaking to him. And God struck him blind. And he told him to go down and to wait. And he was going to have this man come down. He showed him in a vision. This man coming down and praying over him and touching his eyes uh, and the scales fell off uh, and we know who that man was. That was Ananias. And boy was he happy when God spoke to him. No he wasn't. He had some concern, did he not? He said, Lord I hear that here this man has authority to cast Christians into prison. And you want me to go down? You know what God told him? Don't worry about it. I'm paraphrasing, okay? Don't worry about it, Ananias. He's one of ours now. He's a chosen vessel. Don't you worry. Don't you pay. Boy, I like it when God opens the doors, don't you? I like it when God leads you to people uh, and God gets them ready. Uh, glory be to God. I don't know if you guys ever heard a man by the name of Monty Ryder. Uh, he was a great man of God and a great minister uh, when I was a little boy growing up. Uh, and he, he was preaching this one time and he was preaching on uh, winning souls for the Lord. Uh, and he said, it's like apple picking. He said, sometimes you go you got to give it just a little tug to get it off the limb. He said, and other times you go and God's got them so right they just fall into your hand. Isn't it good when the Lord uses you to be a light to lead somebody to Jesus Christ? You know, you can't save them. He does the saving. But he can use you. 
walk in the light as he is in the light. Let's, let's, let's this week, let's really commit to walking in the light. I want to be a brighter light for him, don't you? I want to shine a little brighter. Let's talk about Saul. Let's talk about what happened uh, after his conversion experience. Uh, well, we know the first thing happened. Uh, he got a new name. He's no longer Saul. He's now Paul. And we know that God set that man on fire for him. Glory be to God. Aren't you excited about what God's doing in our community? Aren't you excited to hear the word revival breaking out? Revival breaking out? Brother Josh, glory be to God. Last couple weeks up Lone Oak, Lord sent in 27 souls. Gold Town was in meetings for two weeks, Chris. Is that right? Two weeks. I mean, people all over uh, are coming in. Colleges, uh, there's a revival breaking out, I guess, at Glenville State College this week. Uh, and I think about all that. Uh, I think about what God's doing. Uh, and you know what that does to me? Uh, gets me excited. Because you know what he promised? In the latter days, he's going to pour his spirit out upon his children, upon his people. Listen tonight, I don't know where you're at spiritually speaking. And I don't know how bright your light is or how dim it is. Do you know what dims up the glow of that oil lamp? The smoke. The soot. It's dirty. You know what dims the light of a Christian? S-I-N. Sin. But you know what? I've read to you under your hearing tonight. If we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I like what it says in 1 John 2, 1. He says, my little children, I write these things unto you that you sin not. But if you do sin, what did he say? You have an advocate. Boy, if you need your light to shine a little brighter, let's talk to Jesus tonight. What do you say? If you're here tonight and you've never given your heart to Jesus Christ, you've never asked Him to be Lord and Savior of your life, and you feel like He's knocking at your heart's door tonight, why don't you make tonight the night that you accept the light, let Him come in and illuminate your life. You'll be a different preacher. I don't creature. I don't know about you, but I can tell you, usually just by looking at somebody, when Jesus came into their heart. What I mean by that, if they were lost on Friday when they went home from work and they come in on Monday and they've been born again over the weekend, I can usually see it. Before they ever say anything. Why? Lord changes you. He gives you a glow. Listen tonight. If you need to repent, would you do that this evening? If you need to just ask the Lord to clean the globe, would you do that this evening? If maybe there's a situation in your life that you're struggling with, and let's be honest, we all have times in life that it's hard to let that light shine bright. I'm just going to be honest. I say this all the time, and I believe this from the bottom of my heart. The Bible teaches me I have to love everybody. But some of them make it hard. 
They do, Tom. They make it hard. But guess what? Even when they make it hard, you still got to love them. You still got to love them. Listen tonight. Walk in the light as he is in the light. If you've never been born again, you're not in the light. Get saved tonight. Get in the light. Amen. If you have been born again, but there's things in your life that you need the Lord to clean up, give it to him tonight. Ask him to help you. Let's have a good week's revival. What a way to start than on the altar talking to the Lord. Stand with us tonight as we get ready to sing or whoever gets ready to sing.